It may be virtually lost upon us as we sit here 2,024 years in the future that Epiphany is actually as special as it is. Most of us know the story very well. Many church-raised children can repeat the broad outlines of the story as we heard it in the gospel. And it's no wonder, friends, it's no wonder. It is a great adventure story with all sorts of royal intrigue, strangers from far away lands, and a child lying in a manger, still not in a normal room for weary travels. It has the divine planted firmly in the center and sprinkled around it has all the wrong people desperately looking for this child. What an adventure. We know from our Christmas story that this same child was foretold by the prophet to be special. A child who would grow up to be Messiah, the Savior of Israel. But on this feast night, we have the opportunity to recall that the Lord Jesus was to be the Savior of the whole world. One would think that this would be a story of revelation, one that would rekindle hope in all humanity, for surely this was God's intention all along for Jesus to be not just a child of the light, but to be the light of the world. And the story has this mighty twist in it, doesn't it? The king of Judea was said to be frightened and all Jerusalem. Now, why would the most powerful man in the country as well as those in the capital city be frightened? We know that Herod was corrupt, a puppet, a brigand who was against the people at every turn. Evil has many forms and surely this wicked vessel was one of them. It turns out he was frightened, not in the sense of being scared or terrified, but when you read the whole story, scared comes to mind but also anxious. Anxious in a way that bullies and criminals get when their ill-gotten gains and footholds are threatened. You and I have seen this sort since our time on the schoolyard. Herod and his crew had a pretty sweet deal. Nice little arrangements where control and power were firmly in their grasp. So good, in fact, that there was no way that they would allow any child foretold from some dusty old prophecy to break their grip. 
frightened, as in scared? No. Frightened as in the sense of interfere with my business and I will redefine trouble for you. This is the Herod of our gospel. Now, there's many ways to move in this story, but tonight we're invited to see this story from the eyes of the travelers, the wise ones from the east. We know so little about them. There were people, of course, that came from afar, but there was something about them They were the ones that did not succumb to the invitation and temptation of Herod. No doubt they quickly understood how dangerous this brutal king could be. And even though the Magi had been given strict instructions from the king himself to find this child and then come back and alert him, they didn't do that. While in Bethlehem they experienced the joy of Isaiah's prophecy about a savior, a prophecy that came true that they could see with their own eyes. These wise ones had been given this light by the Almighty And we celebrate that this light was given to the whole world under the darkest of shadows. These travelers chose the divine, the still small voice of hope, completely antithetical to what the power structures of the world, even today, would call normal. Cruel self-interest did not sway their resolve. Herod has a thousand faces. Same today as it was back then. Those Herods who live in every age are a clear and present danger to anyone who lives a life dedicated to good and decency where they celebrate salvation and honor, where they desire peace and goodwill among all people, the Herods of the world, well, they're full of twisted plots. They present themselves to each one of us in the way that is most attractive. These sorts of people, they know our wants and desires, and they offer these glittering things that are designed to hook us into their own schemes, all with this sideways smile of one who knows our inner struggles and preys upon them. Everyone who lives long enough knows what it's like to be enticed by a Herod. It's not fun being used by someone 
rarely is. And yet, the epiphany story at its core is one of hope. Even in the face of Herod, guided by the natural light of a star to the supernatural light of the Christ child, the Magi became bearers themselves of the one true light. The light of the world is here for us to experience. Wherever we are in life, there is hope and power and love and forgiveness simply for the asking. Soon we will gather outside to again light the greens in celebration of this Christ light blazing through the dark. On Epiphany, evil lost the last word to the light of the whole world. And on this Epiphany, we celebrate that victory when the Christ child, the Savior, was given into our world and into our own arms. May the peace and hope that God gave all of us and the only Son dwell in you richly this season. Amen.